Welcome to Church Jams Now, everybody. Hey, hey. Uh, the show where former music or former music nerds, current church. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's back it up. I love the number of ways <laughs> oh, that the intro can go wrong. <laughs> like this is a brand new song. way that we've gotten off on a weird foot. Uh, it's because it's because I start it and I never know what I'm doing. The show where former youth group kids and current music nerds do a deep dive on Christian music of the 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Kylan Savage. And with me is Mr. TJ Smith. I'm here. Heck yeah, you're here. And our beautiful producer, Josh Olson. What's up, everybody? Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. Yo. I feel like we're uh, we're all a little um, low energy this week. Is that fair to say? I feel a little low energy. Feels like it. I'm Still recovering understand. from that Norma Jean episode. Oh, yeah. Well, Joe is diagnosed with ADHD, and I think after a certain point in the night, his medication wore off. So we were, and Joe and I just feed off of each other. I think <laughs> that's that's part of why we missed having you, TJ, because, like, I think you, because I, I tend to, I feel like of the three of us, have more just sort of manic energy and Josh is a lot more stoic and you kind of balance I try to kind of that rein out. in and then that balance was in. way off between Joe and I and then Josh and bless Joe for mixing up our church jams now dynamic oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah we're always looking for that yeah he couldn't make it tonight otherwise he was going to take my place oh yeah cuz Kylan quit last yep. week TJ I, I don't Again. know if you've ever. No, no. This is the first he quit. So I actually quit. Yeah, oh. yeah. Wow. So yeah. I convinced him to come back for just this episode. After this, season. just this episode. Josh, I'm, you were like holding things together, man. I, I didn't had even to, know man. any of this happened. I had to. Who else was gonna do it? Well, we didn't want to worry you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for not stressing me out. No problem. Um, I'm glad I'm glad things are all still pretty much the way they were when I left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, man. Full you circle. know, the world's a crazy place, but at least Kylan came back to church jams now at the end That's of the day. That's right. Speaking of the world being a crazy place, they usually talk <laughs> Looking about forward to this. Uh, yeah, where's, where's this going? Uh, the world is a crazy place. They talk about that in the news. And sometimes they print the news in <laughs> newspapers. Hey. And when the news is getting delivered... That is typically called a paper route. Yes, it is. We are talking about the band. Paper, paper route or paper route? Let's I go was going to ask a quick poll. Who says yeah. route? Who's, who's, who says route? I literally go 50-50. Like, I've switched between them. Okay. Uh, I have a funny story about... Well, I don't, I don't know how funny it is, but... We'll be the judges uh, of that. The other week... So, we have a... We don't have an Amazon Alexa. We have a Google Assistant or whatever. And uh, she's been acting up lately. And a few weeks ago, I wanted to listen to Paper Root. But I was like, you know, sometimes the Google Assistant thing, like, misinterprets, mishears what I'm saying. So I decided to say Paper Route. And I said, hey, Google, play Paper Route. And then our internet's slow, so it took a really long time. And then it was like perfect comedic timing where it came back and said, okay, playing Paper Route. And it just felt like a <laughs> Take slap that, in the Kyle. face. It was like, oh, okay, sorry, paper route. And I was going to say paper route. 
this feels like a Joe story. I was hoping, <laughs> yeah. So cool, cool story. I was hoping that the the punchline was going to be that sh- the Google Assistant thought you said something about poop because oh. like pa- paper root, paper po- toilet paper, paper poop, poop paper. And this sure. is why people come to church teams now for the <laughs> for the paper poop, <laughs> the paper the paper pooper, paper scooper, pa- paper root. Guys, are we Roto-rooted? losing our minds? Yeah, are we it's a little like, weird. absolutely? It's, we're, we're gone. This is it. This is the last episode. Thanks for it's coming to church gyms now. I think we, we broke a record cracked. for how quickly it happened. <laughs> I say paper route, unless it's Route 66, because you have to say route for that, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. It's a real yeah, who says Route 66? Pirates of the Caribbean, but unless you're talking about the Caribbean. Mm, Caribbean, mm-hmm. Caribbean. Right. I'm yeah, Caribbean and route. It's contextual. And TJ, you're 50-50? Yeah, I'm like, I'm a route I don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to maybe defer. I'm still going to call him Paper Root, but I'm just curious. Josh, you're usually, you're like our information guy. Do you know how they say it? I have no idea. That'd, uh, be, a good, okay. that'd be a good thing to look up before next episode, <laughs> before, before part B. Watch it be like completely split. Right. Between the, the members. band says, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so we're talking about uh, Paper Root today um but i so i think part of part of why i think a here's my theory the low energy and losing our minds um (laughs) this is this is going to be a pretty short episode um this is the first ep that we've covered since volume seven which was a very long time ago i'm excited i'm looking forward to a light one are we all forgotten ep which I'm excited about. I guess, I mean I guess I can I can go ahead and say it. I don't know what I'm saving it for. Yeah, man. Uh this was this was one of my wish list records. It sure was. A wish list EP at that. I don't know I don't yeah. think I have any. I don't think TJ and I have any wish list EPs. Well, so, so here the thing about which isn't it a bad is, thing. That's fine. Is so for like a little bit of context I was obsessed with this EP. And then by the time their first full-length album came around, I was like done. I was like over this band. And I've listened to other stuff that they've come out with, but it's very, I have very few bands in which I'm just like one and done. You know what I mean? And an EP at that. Um, And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was like the mentally kind of where I was or, or what, but I pretty much listen to and continue to listen to this EP uh, relatively obsessively and do not touch the rest of their discography. Yeah. Cause knowing you and what you like, especially like a lot on like the popular side of things, the rest of their discography seems like something that you would be all, all about. So that is yeah. strange that that doesn't land with you. It just hit me at not the right time. And I'll go back every now and then and give it a chance, but I just, it, I don't I don't know what it is. I just can't get into it. I will say that I think about Paper Root as as a Kylan band. Like that is the <laughs> lens through which I see this band is like, oh, this is some Kylan stuff. Like, That's funny because I was playing it, like I said, so after our Google Assistant was playing it, I was like I was talking to my wife and I was like, Yeah, we're gonna cover we're gonna cover this. I'm I'm really excited. And she was like, yeah, this is like the most Kylan band ever. <laughs> it really is. Like that EP, especially from what I remember, it's like, it, it's like kind of, there's like big sort of indie pop 
uh, all across it. There's like anthemic vibes, but it's, it's the very like sometimes. very like postal service electronic yeah, yes, yes drum yeah. kind of thing. Because when did it come out? Oh seven or oh eight? Oh eight. Okay, that was the year I graduated high school. Um, same. This same. was like your summer jam that you're like, I'm out of high school now. I'm cruising yeah, around Bentonville. And was all around, you know, I was trying to do like an Owl City Postal Service thing at the time. And mm-hmm. I was just all about that's it. Everything right, about were. it. Becoming the astronaut. Becoming the astronaut. Well, that's one we haven't brought up yet, but go ahead and take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> Talk about one of Kylan's old bands. Did you become the astronaut? I don't know. All that stuff is on MySpace somewhere still. You're pretty out there, so I'm going to say you made it to space. That's true. Yeah, so Josh, you want to give us a little context on the band? Although I do. I feel like I already said everything I was no, going to no, say. No, no, that's great. That's great. And this is, uh, not only is it a short episode, there's also not a lot of research. So if this is your least favorite part of the episode, you're in luck tonight <laughs> or today, whenever you're listening to this. But paper wrap. But if it's your favorite, it sucks to be you. Yeah, I know. Just We just message our Instagram later and we can just get into all the nerdy research about paper route. Uh, sure. But they paper are originally route. paper route 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 originally from Nashville, Tennessee. They, their career is from 2004 to 2019. So packed it up semi recently. Um, their members uh, are JT Daly, who does the vocals and the keyboards. Uh, Andy Smith did vocals, guitars, and is credited with theremin as well. Ooh. Chad. Yeah. Chad Howat, Howat, I think it's Howat. He plays bass and piano. Um, he engineers and mixes a lot of their stuff. Basically, he's like their Chris Walla from mm. Death Cab, if you will. Uh, yeah. Recently, he mixed John Mark McMillan's Mercury and Lightning record, uh, People's with Dreams, okay. and cool this year's uh, Under Oath's new album Voyeurist. He mixed oh, wow. that one as well. Okay. So, interesting. He's kind of a big name out there okay. in the scene if you're wanting to do that. Yeah. And then Gavin McDonald on drums. Are we going to cover John Mark McMillan one day? I feel like we should. Is the medicine on my wish list? Add it. Probably. Okay. If it's not, I want to add it. Anyway, okay. Continue. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the same lineup that did their first record that Kylan... Uh, the, the first record is called Absence, which came out a year later in 2009 that Kylan did not get into. So it's the same lineup of people that Kylan loved this EP, but not the next record, strangely. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the EP... It's almost like Kylan's <laughs> tastes are, like, fickle and changeable and... Oh, depending almost on like it, I'm a human being and... His and, mood. And or, that my life experiences that you can and emotions change affect... And, and, and grow, yeah. You know who almost doesn't like change? <laughs> Patreon almost. bot. That's true. Except when we change their, his voices. Oh yeah. yeah. Although I think we lost all those ads, no, so no. I can't find <laughs> them anywhere. Like That's not like a hard drive got corrupted. I like literally can't this find is, them. We've I don't know it. if we actually recorded them. Oh man. <laughs> we've entered like head cannon territory. Like it's like yeah. we know that it's a thing, but no one else does. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this EP was released July eighth, two thousand eight. So it is turning fourteen years old this summer. Uh, it was released on the label Low Attitude Records. It was self-produced, engineered, and mixed. Um, didn't really have any charts or performance. Uh, Spotify stats are not very high on this. Uh, I mean, they've got a couple big songs, but they're definitely later in their discography where they have like their bigger stream songs. So, mm. And the one song that I know from this record, um, the title track, Are We All Forgotten, is not yeah. even, is like the fourth 
highest streamed song from the CP. It's not even the highest one. Oh wow, I found that's very interesting. interesting. Yeah, because so. okay, so that song that's that song is like the whole thing for me for the CP. Like the EP is really good, but that song in particular is like like that song maybe in my if not in my top ten, then my top twenty. Like of all time. Is this wow. one different than the album version that was on Absence? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then I don't think I've heard this one. Okay. Um, Do you, you prefer this one too? Yes. Okay. Like I said, I mean like this, the the EP version of Are We All Forgotten? If not in my top 10, then top 20 songs of all time. So this is peak paper poop. Paper. <laughs> 3P. So what else is there to say about this? We could talk a little bit. Kylan, have you ever seen Paper Out play? No, I haven't. Oh. That is incorrect. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we saw them together. Please, Josh, please tell Kylan more about his own life. <laughs> we saw them together. We did? Mose and Austin open up for me without you. We did? We did. <laughs> yes. Listeners, Josh is like steely eye are you like, sure? glaring at Kyla. Are you sure it wasn't you without me? No. Oh, I see what you did there. No, we saw them in the summer of 2010. You came to really? Austin and we saw Me Without You play and Paper Out played because you're like, oh, I love this band. I'm so stoked about this. And then, mm. and I remember because Andy Smith, who has the credit with a the theremin, he had a theremin at the show. And I was like, what is that? And you're like, that's a theremin, Josh. Oh, at that Emos? was your first like... At Emos, yeah. Huh. Understanding of a theremin? Like, it might have been. At least it was my first time like seeing it in real life. Maybe that's I'd pretty seen cool. It, man. Like on like shows, like old timey shows when they're doing the space sound effects, but Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So yes, Kyle well, <laughs> has seen this has seen them play. And that's really funny. In kind of your ideal like it was this was just two years after this EP came out too, so they're That's still so they funny. weren't too wow. deep into their later. I know you were just waiting for that, huh? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I I set you up perfectly for that. I have I don't I I have no recollection of that. Yes. Me you without did. you at Emos, really? Yes. One hundred. I bet that was a great show. It was. I bet it was too. Because it was like it was right after. <laughs> it's all crazy. It come out. It's so all crazy. I, think yeah. I found the set list, so it was a lot of like Catch for Us, Brother Sister, and it's all crazy. Wow. Nice. That's fun. That would have yep. been a great show to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't even remember like the theremin. No, I don't. I rem- I remember literally none of this. Yep. You know what? Yeah, I happens. do remember I, with you, Josh. I remember seeing Angels and Airwaves. Yes. Because who opened for them? Did Say Anything open for it them? It was Say Anything. Yes. Because we went to go see Say Anything, and then like halfway through, Angels and Airwaves were like, "Yeah, we we got this." Yeah. Um, and that was the show, much like the theremin, where you're like. What is that? And I was like, that's the smell of weed, Josh. And you're like, that's what weed smells oh, like? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's one of those things so like... We have a long history of, I'd always, of me like, educating you Obviously, I've been going to shows, so I knew the smell. I just didn't associate like, oh, that's what weed is. But Kylan was, like, yeah, was like... one of those... He was like your big brother. He was. <laughs> just like teaching you... Your big music brother. The ropes. Who now apparently has dementia and can't remember anything. <laughs> because of too much weed, Kylan. <laughs> too much weed. <laughs> Smoking too much weed, y'all. <laughs> Don't remember seeing. Kyle was like, root. "That's the smell one, of weed." One of your wish list bands, like, and he pulls it out of his pocket. <laughs> sweet, sweet smell of weed and theremin. <laughs> um, they often go together. I bet they do. 
Yeah, probably. I've got some. I've got some theremin on my album. Do you really? Mm. You can imagine what I was doing. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we get sick. to play. I I played it, so I'll have the credit for theremin on my Heck album for yeah. like three cool. different songs. That is very cool. It was a lot of fun. I've never actually played a theremin. They're so hard. I, don't think I, I know. It seems like it. It seems like one of those things that like, like stand up comedy. Like everyone thinks they can do it. Yes. And then it's actually like way way more complicated than you think. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy yeah. Page did it. I can do it. You can, Josh. Weed? If anybody Smoke can weed? do it, it's you. He yeah. did that too. Um, <laughs> TJ, have you seen Paper Root live? I never have. And uh, to be honest, my main association or even like familiarity with this band is entirely just through the lens of like, this is a Kylan band. Oh, uh, yeah. That's like, I, like I hardly even knew that they existed other than you. I, I'm sorry. I still just can't get over Josh's like Anderson Cooper gotcha <laughs> journalism <laughs> moment. You <That is> <laughs> walked right into it. Can we so actually perfectly. just just in the edit right now? Let's just rewind. Let's just play back that moment. <laughs> we just need like an instant replay. Kylan, have you ever seen Paper Out play? No, I haven't. Oh, that is incorrect. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh my funny. god, that is that's just so funny. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Um, which well, which leads me I, to think like it's it's kind of not no offense to the band, but it's like I'm kind of okay with not having as much awareness of them if you don't even remember seeing them <laughs> and they were a wishless EP. Well, that's great because before we were talking about Amberlynn and I was like, oh yeah, I saw Paper Out open for Amberlynn one time and then you like did not even respond. I was like, oh, he doesn't even remember this. Like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> like, oh, cool. You, you saved that one. Yes. Oh, You're like, God. this will come in handy later. Pod. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't remember seeing me without you either and they're like a big band. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. wild. I've been to a lot of shows, guys. I've had a lot to drink since then. <laughs> yeah. You've also had a kid that's, since then. That's true. This is why it's important to keep a list of all the shows you've been to. At <laughs> this is exactly why, so you don't get venue. ambushed by your friends on podcasts that you start about Christian music from the <laughs> 90s and 2000s. About that's your, why everyone about literally one of your favorite songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> this song, that song really is so good, though. And I know we'll get to it in part B, but... So I think it's going to... I think the album's going to be a bop. Like I said, I listened to it... I listened to it pretty regularly like usually josh and i were talking about this before we started recording before you were here tj that usually it's josh that's the one that's like oh yeah i listened to this like three days ago because he just like listens the one time that i'm not like i haven't listened to this in 10 years right i listen to it still to this day even though it did come out like almost 14 years ago gosh yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool that's how long you've been out of high school for oh my god (laughs) feel old yet i already felt old when josh told me we went to a concert i don't remember going to (laughs) i feel so old my knees hurt and i'm losing my mind apparently well you know what that that leads me to uh challenge my previous uh conceptions of what i would think about this ep i think i'm gonna have to based on the fact that you're still spinning this ep in 2022 I think I'm going to have to like hope that this is a bop. I want it to be a bop. I'm going to say that aspirational bop. I'm going to like it. Yeah. Just for my sake. That's okay. It doesn't have not, not for your sake based (laughs) on, based on how much you like it. Cool. Like I'm, I'm like 
putting putting a lot of stock in your opinion of this EP, and mm. um, <laughs> I'm gonna let that send me into Bop Town. Okay. On this on this EP, I'm gonna say. Cool, Josh. Nice. What about you? Let me tell you about my relationship with paper out here. <laughs> please, TJ, please. bring out the soapbox. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't need it. This is just payback for Fireproof. <laughs> yes. You're just going to like, you're going to eviscerate this album. This thing please. that meant a lot to you, I'm going to destroy it now. Just tear it to shreds, I'm sorry. Man. I still feel so bad. Like, I like <laughs> legitimately in the pit of my stomach, like, have so much anxiety that I, even if just a fraction, I, like, fucked up our friendship a little bit it's based okay. on my reaction to that Seventh record. grade Josh will always cherish that record. All right. And somewhere in right. 2002, 2003, he's listening to it, having a great time. Somewhere in the of, multiverse. Even though time may not be linear. <laughs> who knows yeah who knows how that all works Colin I wasn't going to tell you Josh and I had like a, a, a side combo and we were like should we kick him out yeah I was trying to and TJ talked me off the ledge well it's too true. late I already quit y'all <laughs> it's true we should have played into that I'm gonna take my paper root ball and go home see you later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right Josh tell us about your relationship okay paper out um <laughs> the first time I really heard about them I think was at that show um, you may have played like the song in our dorm room or something like that. I guarantee you I did. Uh, you probably did. But they were a band I always wanted to really get into. Uh, they were, they seemed like really beloved on all like the music sites that I used to go to back in the day, like Jesus Freak Hideout and Indie Vision Music. Like everyone was always like gushing over Paper Out. And I was like, I really want to get into these guys. Christian Pitchfork. Yeah, basically. And I was like, I really want to get in these guys. I tried. I had their first album and I listened to it. I tried to listen to it a lot, and as every other subsequent album came out, they've won 2019, 2012, and then, like, I would always listen to them, and I was like, I would, like, like them okay, but nothing really ever, like, I don't know. I would, they never, like, fully landed with me. Didn't stick out to you? Yeah, so with this, I, I'm sure I'll appreciate it. Like, I'm sure it's not going to be bad, and I don't think it'll have aged poorly, but I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to fall. I think I'm going to be right on the line of, like, this could be. This could go either way. I'm gonna be fifty fifty, and I just need a nudge in one direction. Okay. I I, I could see it. Honestly, I I could see it. Even though it's short, it's just an EP. I could see it being a little bit repetitive and a little bit of its time of like that specific era sort of indie rock in a way that that could be a little boring. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, could, I could see bops in the future for both or flops in the future for both of you. But I'm I'm hopeful because like I listened to all their discography after this and I couldn't get into it and you. You said the same so the fact that you can get into this i'm like okay there's some hope there so i don't know i feel like i bop everything aspirationally before so i feel like i need to flop something but you know what yeah. i'll i'm just gonna go with it i'll say it's probably gonna be a bop probably gonna be a bop so. cool we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna dive into 2008's are we all forgotten ep by paper root could you tell i almost forgot the name of it <laughs> you've <laughs> all forgotten the name uh Yep, favorite song I right? <laughs> <laughs> It's time for another episode of Trivial Trivia. This is a segment where I share obscure and trivial information related to the album or artist we're discussing each episode. Back in 2013, Amberlynn re-released their album Vital with a few new tracks, two of which were co-written by JT Daly from Paper Route. I've always remembered his co-writing credits on these two songs because of his music publishing name. Now, if you're unfamiliar, artists register their music publishing with organizations to collect royalties. Their publishing name has to be unique, and artists often take advantage of the opportunity to have a little fun with it. 
This is another reason I love looking at the liner notes on a record. You can find some funny publishing names every now and then. I have a running list of them, but here are a few memorable ones I've encountered. Matt Thiessen from Reliant K uses the name Stylishly Fly Fishing. Switchfoot went with the classic Publishing Smublishing. Copeland uses Beneath Publishing Tree, which is, of course, a great play on their debut record, Beneath Medicine Tree. Taking Back Sundays had a few funny ones, such as I Feel Like I'm Taking Crazy Pills Incorporated and There's a Party in My Tummy Incorporated. Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional is Hey, Did She Ask About Me? And bringing it back, JT Daly from Paper Route's publishing name is simply Art is Hard. A true statement indeed, sir. Well, that wraps up this episode of Trivial Trivia. Let's get back to church jams now. Welcome to a new segment that we're going to start doing called Pop Culture Connection. I know you guys have been big fans of Josh's Trivial Trivia, so this is something sort of in the same vein as that. Josh is actually here with me. Hello. So the way that this is going to work, I have a weird, insane pop culture brain, and I feel like I can make pop culture connections uh, between Two completely seemingly random things. Uh, So much so that my wife and I actually invented a card game called Relevant uh, that we have actually printed up versions of it. Uh, Maybe we'll post pictures or something. Or if you follow me on Instagram at SavageKylan, we're going to start posting updates for I think we're starting a Kickstarter to do this because it's it's actually turned out to be a pretty fun game. But that's neither here nor there. The reason I bring it up is that I have this incredible box set of cards with a million different pop culture things actors movies musicians tv shows on it so it's essentially completely randomized what i want to start doing is taking the bands or artists that we cover and using this game relevant to pull a card that has a random celebrity or movie or musician or what have you and see if i can connect them if i can't then you lose I'm, then I lose. If I can, then, hey, you know, more power to us. This episode, we are connecting Paper Root to... You ready, Josh? I'm ready. George Clooney. Ooh. Josh, can you connect Paper Root to George Clooney? Oh, I don't... Do you think it's even possible? I do think it's possible. I think there's a way to get there, but I don't know... How many times, how many things I'd have to go through between George Clooney to this entry point that I know of? Well, I did it. You did it. Yes. We'll leave a little bit of space. If you listeners think you can do it, let us know. Comment on our Instagram or on Twitter before, pause it right now. See if you can figure it out. Don't look it up on the internet. That's cheating. And that's yes. also just looking stuff up on the internet. Like, and you, like, that's not, we fun. shouldn't have to say it, but we, we had right. to say it. So I've done it. Okay. I did it before we started recording simply because for the ease of edit. So there's not like 10 minutes of dead space while I'm trying to figure it out. But I did do this without looking anything up. And I think I can connect our band this week, Paper Root, to famous actor George Clooney. Josh, do you think you are ready to hear these pop culture connections? I would love to hear it. Okay. Like I said, I haven't looked this up. So... Uh, I may be off here or there on maybe specific years or something, but I can guarantee you all this information is correct. So Paper Root, who did the EP Are We All Forgotten, 
uh, did a cover of the song Royals by Lord that I believe they released in 2013. 2012, I think. Okay. Maybe 2013. Uh, also around that same time. Okay, so here we go. Paper Root did a cover of Royals by Lord. Weird Al Yankovic did a parody of the song Royal Royals by Lord. So do you see that connection there? Okay, I got Paper that. Paper Root did a cover of Royals. Weird Al did a parody called Foil. Weird Al was then later the band leader on the TV show Comedy Bang Bang. The actor Adam Scott was once a guest on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang. So there's a connection to there. Mm-hmm. Adam Scott was also in the television show Severance, the new hit Apple TV show, directed by Ben Stiller. Now, Ben Stiller also directed The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which starred Sean Penn. And Sean Penn was in the 2021 film Licorice Pizza, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson also directed Boogie Nights, which starred William H. Macy. William H. Macy starred in Fargo, which was directed by the Coen brothers. And the Coen brothers directed Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, starring our very own George Clooney. Wow. All right. All right. But that was, you know what? 10 points to connect. That's good. Paper Root, the band, to George Clooney. Well done. Thank you. Join us next time on Pop Culture Connections. (laughs) I only do this this way because otherwise my brain hurts. Welcome back to Church Jams Now, everybody. Should we get it out of the way? Should we just uh, break the good news to everybody? Wait, what are we breaking? Let them know. I have COVID. Oh, no. (laughs) We broke the internet. Which is why my voice sounds like this. After a while, I'm guessing it's going to, uh, my voice is going to get tired and I'm going to drop back down into this really low tone that maybe this will be like a sleep. Maybe we'll, we'll market this as like a fall asleep podcast episode. Yeah. It's a sleep cast. Yeah. So I'm going to need you guys to talk a little bit more. <laughs> this is, this would happen like at the perfect time where we do one of Kyle's like wishlist records <laughs> and he it's can't classic. talk for the whole like back like second Mickey half of the episode. Twilight Zone stuff, man. <laughs> it is classic CJ and bad luck. Yeah. COVID be damned. We're going to, we're going to talk damned. about this EP. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. At least Thank goodness. Yeah, it's yeah for EP. your sake, Kyle. Yeah. It's an EP. So. That's true. So do we have any general thoughts before we jump right in? I just wanted to say I, I wish that I had been on a paper route as I was listening to paper route. Like Me too. To get the full experience. I feel like that's the right way. That was how this album to. was meant to be listened to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's start with track number one, American Clouds. I love this trippy synth intro. It's so cinematic. I know. Like, such a cinematic, cinematic opener. Cinematic is, is, is a good word. I think this is a great album opener. It kind of like eases you into like what you're going to feel throughout. Absolutely. It's kind of just like a glorified intro track, which I always like. I like intro tracks of ways of like easing you into records. 
I thought it was maybe a little odd that it was on an EP for just like out of five songs, you're going to have an intro song. But I mean, that's fine. It kind of mirrored, I feel like, the last track a little bit in that I think they did kind of maybe want like a little bit of like a narrative experience. Uh, that being said, it did feel a little repetitive and long. Like Josh, like you said, like an intro track. This album feels very fall to me, right? Hmm. I was getting summer vibes. You're getting summer Me vibes, too. really? Yeah. I'm getting like straight autumn from this. Interesting. Your summer vibes too, TJ? Yeah. Nice. Seemed too chill it to could, be summer. It could be that we're listening to it in the summer. So that could be, for me, that could be But it did also bias. come out in the summertime. There you go. No, I do think it does. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but I just think it makes it a little transition to fall. Obviously yeah. in the mm-hmm. last track. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's interesting that you say that, though. Yeah, the whole the whole album has a kind of fall vibe to me. Even, like, the artwork and stuff feels very, you know, like the deep oranges and yellows and stuff. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Did you first hear this album in the fall? I have no oh. idea. I have no idea. You don't even remember that you saw them live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you even know? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> No, but I really liked this one. I was I was very pleasantly surprised by a very like anthemic feel based opener. That, yeah, it, it, like it, it get they they really get you in your feels. Uh-huh. For me personally, I'll, like, I'll give a lot of like I'll lay down a lot of like critique that I could give if you're like doing a really good job setting a mood, which this song does. Right. Yeah, I like it. Just sort of like slowly builds up. One thing I wrote is at the end of the song, the harmonica is like super sweet. Yeah, it was such a random thing, but it works. I'm a huge sucker for electronic instruments mixed with like old school analog instruments. Oh, no wonder you like this album. Yeah, like <laughs> like uh, Freelance Wales is a band that oh yeah that does oh, yeah. that really really well. It'll do like electro drums and synth and like banjo and good like stomp clap. Yes, I just think that's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. I do have a a question kind of similarly in that vein. Is like what other bands would you put if you like Paper Out? You'll like. Because I'm like, the only ones, I don't listen to a lot in this. So I'm like, Coldplay and Postal Service were the only ones for me. But oh my those are great. That's super funny. I just have to say, when I was listening to this album last week, uh, I have this as my note for the next song. But that's what exactly what Jen said. And I had never thought of the Coldplay comparison. 100%. But she was like, she was like, oh yeah, this is the perfect band for you it's like postal service meets cold play mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, all right okay. jen all right it had some like latent the fray vibes okay like i, I can dig that more more uh, melodically evolved and like musically proficient i might say rather than you know i mean the fray is great but they're just like that classic kind of pop like american pop band yeah and this this EP has layers and there's so much going on. And this song is a great example of that, but they, especially the vocal tendencies, the style and like the chord progressions, like seem to remind me of like a lot of the fray Interesting. stuff at that time. Like it was almost like maybe they were, they were trying to be like, I, we see you, we can do it better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I could see that. But I agree too. the postal service and the, and Coldplay parallels are, striking for sure that's just the lowest reaching fruit for me to like be like uh kind of yeah know i mean what I would, this is but that's more like in your wheelhouse i mean i would like. say freelance whales probably mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
knowing the whale a little bit. They're maybe a little more jangly, but yeah. Um, also, did you ever listen to Edison Glass? Yes. Yes. So to me, Paper Root is like a more chill Edison Glass. I could see that. Edison Glass was like high energy, angular guitars, really busy. This is more balanced, maybe. Like yeah. Less going on. I could see that. And both work. But I really liked Edison Glass. We should cover them sometime. I'm into that. Nice. Uh, did you guys ever listen to Barcelona? Back yes. In the day? A little bit. Yeah, it does have. Like Barcelona, yeah, Barcelona is like this kind of vibe to me of that mm. like mm-hmm. that like mid two thousands indie rock. I feel like Barcelona is more on like the Copeland side of things, but I, I, yeah, yeah, they do cross over to this a little bit. Yeah, you know who else they reminded me of? I can't remember which song it was. One of the ones further along, but they reminded me of Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand bit. Luke. Y'all remember Cool Hand Luke? I used to play a bunch of shows with Cool Hand Luke. Love that band. Oh, that's crazy. I first opened for them in Kansas City in that's awesome. 2007, something nice. like that. Yeah. And there was that's no great. one at that show, but they were super cool. Oh, they were, yeah. It had to be cool. It was in their name. <laughs> it had to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got anything else about American Clouds? The last thing that I noticed with this that carries through the whole EP is just that the production is really good. It's Everything. really solid. And for like being Strong. self-produced, this is their first like EP, right? And then mm-hmm. they did it all themselves. Like it sounds That's great. Crazy. So wow. every part of it, I there weren't any parts that I'm like, oh, that guitar tone is a little Right, like, like it super, sounds that sounds cheap, like, or like you're doing like like this stock synth sounds that come right, with your doll. Right. Like everything is really good. I mean, f- for a self-produced first EP, like you wouldn't necessarily even guess that. No, like the production is really slick. Yeah, which is part of why I think I really love it. Well, let's move on to track number two. Are we all forgotten? Years ago. Like I said in part A, I think this is one of my favorite songs like of all time. It's just so good. Wow. It is a great song. I've got a lot to say about this song and just okay. its general popularity or lack thereof. Yeah. Because I'm someone who has like skimmed my way through the paper out discography once, twice, three times or whatever. Uh-huh. And this is not one of their biggest songs at all. Like, at least going by Spotify streams, it is not, like, super popular. But, like, to me, this is the easy standout of their entire discography. Yeah, I'm, like, dude. Yeah. I don't understand why it's not at the top of, like, the Spotify streams and, like, why this isn't the paper out song. Because it is to me. Yeah. Well, and didn't this end up on the next album too? Yeah, they recorded it. So I listened mm-hmm. to the I listened to the album version of this. Maybe I'll talk about that at the end. But it, I've got some notes on that. It's not as good. You like this version better? A hundred percent. The production, hmm. everything. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Kylan's lyric corner. <laughs> All right. Let's go, man. No, I just it, this isn't really gonna matter or make sense to anybody listening except for youtube but you guys have like listened to a lot of my music yeah 
uh, and is this song not a little bit of like a Rosetta Stone for Kylan Savage songwriting? Absolutely, like in every way. Like the first, the first verse, the first line, it like mentions a body of water, a lover, uh-huh. and questioning whether he's lost his faith. Like that's like the <laughs> most Kylan. That's like every Kylan Savage song. Yeah, if there was a songwriting bingo card, for if he just said whiskey and darling, it would be a Kylan <laughs> yeah, song. Exactly. Yeah. No, I had this on uh, my speakers uh, on my monitors in my room like this weekend and. Allie and I were like folding laundry or something and I was like oh yeah this is the album we're covering and she's like oh this sounds a lot like Kylan like this is this <laughs> oh, could yeah. be a Kylan song I was like exactly yeah no this that, that's what I'm saying I think this is my like songwriting Rosetta Stone right here 100 <laughs> percent, so good but the thing is what I'm saying is it's so catchy yeah I mean so it, it works yeah. it's a great Rosetta Stone but I just don't understand why the rest of the paper out community doesn't feel the same I know I don't I don't, I don't get it. I was baffled by it. I yeah, I don't know enough about the band to like weigh in on that. But you're right. I agree. I feel like it it should be way higher up on the level. And I like how like similar to the last, like it just like it keeps building too. Like one of my favorite moments is um, something that they ruined in the album version is oh, no. is in the second verse right there. Like on the though it's hard and it happens slowly. Like the second drum pattern comes in. it's like a really simple drum pattern and then that like just to emphasize it it just like the whole song just it keeps it feeling energetic like so the drum that other drum pattern's missing on the on the album version no they keep that like the more complicated one going Mm -hmm. throughout the entire second verse like so the album version i feel like Uh, they just sort of like the whole thing feels a lot more flattened out it feels a little more boring to me it doesn't there's not as as much like dynamic rise and fall yes exactly that's a bummer yeah yeah it's like the artwork of the album compared to this ep Right. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, his vocals on the album version are really, really good, too. But overall, it just felt... Very one-dimensional. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. It's too bad. That is. Well, hey, at least we got a hold of this version. And we know how good it is. Yeah, I mean, like I said... Even this if nobody is, else out there does. It's still literally my favorite. It's like one of my favorite songs. I could listen to this song every so day. So good. I love the guitar tone. The vocals tone. and the synth line. Yes. Like, it's all... Yeah, it's a winner. Yeah, Speaking the, of guitar tone... Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. No, 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 you keep going. I was going to say, speaking of guitar tone in the part that we're in right now, in the bridge and the oohs, uh-huh. the guitar in there is very much Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. Oh, yes. You, yes. Uh-huh. Like the strumming That's pattern. That's great comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That stuck out to me. I was like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Yep. I'm all for a little Jimmy reference. Yeah, all of the guitar tone. And then at the very end where they have like the two different guitars, he's got the, the really like Jimmy world guitar. And then he's got the kind of like almost chunky kind of guitar. Like, ah, it's so good. That's all I got. I just don't understand why the song isn't more popular. I don't either. It It has, it it checks all the boxes. So, well, maybe it'll get the CJ and bump. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We can only hope. All right, let's move on to track number three, empty house. This 
this intro is great too and this guitar line reminds me of something and i cannot figure out what it is i wrote velvet underground is there a velvet underground song that sounds kind of like this maybe just that like beginning part i'm gonna have to research it i was going to this week but you know what even is that sound like how it's a guitar but what is it running through like it sounds like a fiddle or something yeah i don't know man. it's such a unique sound it really but, is but to me like it's a great hook but like the tone of it is like borders on i'm like is this annoying or is this like thank you unique because i'm you. like i don't know where to land but then later in the song they like have it going on for a long time and i'm like i think we're on the annoying side you get on the yep. <laughs> But it, that's exactly how I felt, and that's a bummer because this is maybe my favorite song on the Really? Evening. Yeah, and that one thing, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Josh, because I'm like, am I the only one that kind of thinks of this as maybe grading? It's very cool. No, I get it, why it's prominent in the mix, and I get why it exists in the song as a hook. I think they had it the perfect amount like in the intro. Like yes. It just ran just a couple times, and then it went into something completely different. Yes. So then you're like, oh, that was interesting. But yeah, yes. I totally agree that by the end, it's just like, oh my you God. You didn't have enough time to land on like, do I like this? Do I not like this? Right. And it, it it was, then it was gone. Out. Yeah. But then towards I do the wonder, end, though, it stays too long. Like, like I, it was it was cool to hear that this was self-produced. Now I'm wondering, like, because I'm, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know, but my ear sort of just detects that there's either something in the pitch that's rubbing a little bit with the rest of the track. Or the tonality is just a little, like, harsh. I don't know exactly what it is. I just know there's something that my ear noticed that's like, this is not quite working. Yeah. The part is good, but there's, like, maybe they needed to throw, like, I don't know, pitch correct or something on there to, to smooth it out. Not that, you know, we want to advocate for massive Or maybe that's what they did. Like, usage. maybe they, like, digitally, like, pitched it up or something. That's what it kind of sounds like. It feels like it was a guitar that got turned into like a midi or like a digital track yeah. that they added like stuff. yeah and then they yeah. warped it from there could be whatever it is yeah it's kind of the one thing that yeah i'm not i i don't yeah i'm kind of like with you josh like i don't know for sure that i don't like it i just don't know how i feel about it but exactly. otherwise i really like this song yeah i could see you really digging this song it made me think of like matt ponpier yeah oh yeah that's you another know? good one you know, lots of Which, good comparisons this episode yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of. And also, I thought this was a, a very strong presentation of their lyrical ability. And it's like, it's not too, it's very economical. It's very efficient lyricism. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's very like simple, but effective. Somebody's at the door. I don't believe we live here anymore. It's these rhymes that like you should be kind of mad about because they're a right. little obvious, right. but you're not like they work i don't know i really liked it and a line like you know the bottom line was i couldn't change your mind honey could i like that's pretty powerful it's yeah. simple yeah again it's simple but it's like it's a great line but it works it's nice when simple stuff works mm-hmm. the vocals in this i've never noticed that i guess the singer gt daily sounds like this but um in this song it really came through that for some reason i was like he sounds so much like the singer jeremy spring from abandoned kansas did y'all ever listen to them yeah okay i forgot i forgot about abandoned candy i only listened to them like a little bit but it was still enough for me to be like i had to look up the credits i'm like is that him or but i'm like i guess they have similar vocal tones but wow for some reason in this song it totally stands out and maybe i think it's his delivery in parts of it like in that the bottom line line that you were saying sounds very abandoned kansas 
we're a hundred percent gonna have to make a Spotify playlist for listeners after this episode. Oh, we're be a like, mess. we're all making <laughs> we're so it. many deep cuts, man. <laughs> I mean, Cool Hand it's Luke, gonna be such a long playlist in Kansas. I mean, like, yeah, this is like, this is some deep cut emo shit, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like early indie rock. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. I love wow. it. I love it though. I'm, it's giving me all the feels. This whole era, man. This whole like 2000. Mm-hmm. This this era of like indie music is still just totally in my jam, and it probably always will be. Yeah, exactly. This is gonna be like you know, my daughter's gonna grow up and listen to dad's lame music. But it's gonna be like <laughs> get up kids and <laughs> like, <laughs> taking back Sunday. <laughs> You want to move on to track number four? We're just rocking and rolling. It's only five songs. Let's do it. All right. the fun little 80s drum machine fill that yep. kind of pops in and then so i had a question josh as someone who's listened to more of their of paper routes paper roots oh god still can't figure it out <laughs> discography we'll never know is that so this is the sound that i kind of associate them with later on like in general like the kind of like a little bit more like 80s inspired um, kind of dancey mm. and stuff. Is this this is in my mind? That's just kind of the vibe of Paper Root for me. Besides this EP, I could probably see that. Honestly, it's they were never a band I was super into, so I'm having trouble remembering like what the rest of their songs sound like. But this seems on par with that. I will say his verses. If we're still doing comparisons, um, sounds like early Death Cab. Yeah. Well, and I think this is. Andy Smith, the other singer, right? It doesn't sound like so. the main guy. It sounds like yeah. he's singing the verses, and then JT comes in for the rest of the song. Yeah, Which mm. I I was said my vote. It, my my note here is: is this the other vocalist, Andy, singing the verses? Because he should not. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like really? I, <laughs> I I have some beef with this song. If. I can say now, or we can talk about some no, other stuff. No, go for it. Go for it. Let's Let her rip, man. Okay, well, when I wasn't crazy about his voice, especially when JT's voice is so strong, and we saw them, and he was still playing, their original other guitarist and vocalist was still playing with the band, and I think he even led a song, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I didn't remember it being bad or anything, but on this song, and I don't think it helps with the lyrics, because the lyrics... I feel like are pretty lame and feels like something like I would have written back in high school. <laughs> like it's about like this relationship gone bad, but I guess like, I don't know, it could have been like a marriage. Like it sounds like it has like some longevity to it, but it's like just like super simple. That's just really funny emo. because in my notes I wrote, I feel like I wrote this song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Whoops! This is on a family Norman Rockwell. Yeah, for real. Kylan's first album. Like this is high school Kylan. Yeah, the Uh lyrics. Yeah, and I don't mind it. Like when JT singing it, like 
and then the choruses. I think those are fine, but the the verses, I just they were a lot. I was having trouble with those. So it's a, it was a double edged sword between his voice and the verse lyrics being pretty melodramatic. I can see that, and it's a really long song. Yes, this is the most streamed song on this EP, though. Are you serious? This really? is the most streamed song. This that is was my like, least favorite on no, this album. No, I did not understand. I was like, what are people out fans doing? You're listening to Are We All Forgotten the Least, the title track, the least, and you're listening to this song the most. Yeah, that like, is that is insane. This is easily my least favorite song on this record. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently you're alone yeah. in that. I mean, I, I agree. It's it's also my least favorite because it it does feel very I don't know like I mentioned during Empty House that the lyrics are simple and efficient and effective I think this is the opposite end of that spectrum of like being simple and maybe not so great Yeah I do like the lyric of like what I'm interpreting him conjoining I can't stop loving you you kill me into like yeah, taking that you and combining them I can't stop loving me. you kill me like yeah. I like mm-hmm. I like that that's memorable and I think yeah, that's, that's kind nice of trick. clever yeah so I did like that other than that lyrically I I still just can't get over this is the most streamed on this it record it is Yes. Yeah, that's really wild. Production-wise, too, there's nothing even like a standout as I found in the other songs. It's just a very straightforward kind of like anthemic early aughts rock song. Like this is the one that reminds me of the Frey. I was about to say this is the most Frey like. Yeah, like it feels like it belongs in like a you know OC finale like or something. One Tree Hill. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Right. Exactly. Chad Michael Murray hanging out, looking yeah. sad. Looking oh, broody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh, I get it. I don't love this song. Mm-hmm. It's too long. And it's funny, too, that we're on song four. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like we're that far in the EP. Right. But we're almost done. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. That, like the slump moment. Yeah, it's only 20 minutes. Like yeah. almost the end. Yeah. Like, we're almost done, y'all. I'll, although I will say, keeping in tradition, I think I dislike the back half of this record. <laughs> Sure. More than the front half. Where do you um, cut the back half? Do you is track three in the back half or is that in the front half? Halfway through track, track three. Track three. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Track one, Makes two sense. and a half. And then half <laughs> the back half of track three. <laughs> um, That's good. All right. So let's do it. Last uh, and track. There, I oh. will say the I'll say one positive thing is that I did like there were some cool bass parts during like the guitar solo which is kind of just like an ebo kind of sounding solo yeah but i did notice the bass there and i like that so that's rad let's do last track we're here i can't believe we're already here we did it it's like the fastest we've ever done anything we should only do eps (laughs) from now on i know right (laughs) so refreshing it is yeah all right track five waiting for the final leaf to fall Here we go. Here's where I wrote Sweet Sweet Bass. Did you? I did. It's just like so simple. It's just like picked root notes with a delay, but it's just so high in the mix. I think it's really cool. It's like they're they're trying to point your ears to that bass. Yeah. You kind of can't help but love it. This song in general going, I mean, we're just full of comparisons today. This feels like later U2 to me. Yes. Like 100%. Like Songs of Innocence kind of era U2. 
Like Which I can totally I, hear Bono singing this. Completely. Yeah. Completely. The style he's got. Mm-hmm. Is very I have Bono-esque. to think they were a little bit influenced by that, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're even a vaguely Christian musician making music from like past 1997, yeah, you're gonna be influenced <laughs> by you too. <laughs> yeah true whether you know it or not yeah i could totally see this on a later u2 record but i like it and here's where your fall imagery comes into play definitely um, oh for sure i mean for me it comes through the whole record but this one is definitely the most like obviously fall i really love this chord progression on the yes chorus. josh is there a borrowed chord it has to be that one i like yeah ding, there's ding, ding, something in there borrowed chord <laughs> yes yeah i looked it up actually oh wait a beat tj yeah, because, well, I knew I couldn't figure it out on my own, but um, I don't know what key it's in, actually. Maybe you can help me suss this out, but it's like G minor, G major. Or sorry, no, this the chorus starts C minor, G minor, G major, C major, E minor, C minor, G minor, G major, C major, E minor. That's all over the place. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> so I, I, could, I, I tried to play it on piano and like make it make sense, and I could not make it make sense. So, But I love it. Yeah. And I kind of like it more that I can't figure it out. Right. It feels like a very TJ move musically. Yep. Like with your music. <laughs> it's like, doesn't make a lick of sense. But no, like, but it sounds, sounds really cool. cool. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> as long as it works. No, I, yeah. I did like in the pre-chorus where he's like saying falling in a line, I waited. We mm. haven't talked about this mm. yet, on the, yet on the podcast, but it was like a three chord chord progression there. Like, I don't know what the chord progression is, but the thing about me is anytime there's a three chord chord progression, I'm going to love it. Like right. It's like a four, six, five kind of thing. Like just a lot of movement. I just, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I was just always like in songs. I'd be like, Oh, I love this part. And then I'm like, Oh, it's cause there's like, it's just a three chord chord progression. So as long as like a quick turnaround, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whenever, and I just kept noticing it in myself. Like, so now I just that's have like cool. dozens of examples. So he did that and I was like, Oh, I like that. And then I listened to it. And I'm like, it's because like, oh, that's it's why a three yep. chord chord progression. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, co- then is... the rest of the course gets into some weird, like cool borrowed chords, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. This is also like, I feel like the most postal service-y. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like very there's a natural so much... anthem kind of. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of those like weird and with the drums starting to like freak out and lots of weird like beat repeat stuff. Yeah, distortion. Yeah, bit crushing. I did like speaking to beat repeat. I did like how they have the delay automated for the snare hit on two. It delays, but then when it hits on four, it doesn't delay. It's dry. Yeah. Yeah, So Mm -hmm. I did like. I was like, that's cool. I like that. Cool. Yeah. He is in so much control of his voice. Oh my god, he sounds amazing. Like. As someone who occasionally tries to sing like kind of falsetto, definitely not right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, can you give us that an would example? sound like your normal voice? <laughs> uh, no, but going from so for, for people that haven't done like proper singing training, Me. like vocal coaching, yeah, Josh. So so you have uh, <laughs> this is for you, Josh. Like Thanks. you have what's called like your chest we voice can, and can. your head voice and your falsetto and so it's like when you're like singing scales the smoother you can make that transition up into your head voice or down into your chest voice like that all comes down to like control that like mm-hmm. ah, like right. where that break was where you heard that that break for me it was like that's where it switches from from your head voice to your chest voice but he does that really really strong falsetto 
Yeah. Uh, waiting for that final, and then he drops down into the chest voice, and still keeps it really strong. Like that streamlined man. That is a really smooth vocal move. Powerful. Yeah. Mad, mad props. Mm -hmm. How did y'all feel about the flute in this song? There was flute in the song. It's like a flute sound, right? I don't know if it's real flute. I hear it's lasers. Like in the chorus, there are lasers. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they were shooting lasers in the studio. Next time, guys. Next time we <laughs> pew, do a song pew. together, I want to be credited as playing the lasers. Lasers. You're the lasers yeah. guy. Lasers. Yeah. Josh. That's gonna be. Oh, we'll put lasers in my country album. We'll put Josh Perfect. Lasers. <laughs> my only credit. <laughs> um. No, go after like a chorus. Yeah, I didn't notice. I didn't. Uh, maybe I didn't uh, suss out that it was flute. Oh yeah, yeah, that right there. Oh, I hear it. I don't know if it's a real flute or not, but no, it could be cool. like a synth. I was distracted synth by his voice, man. I was just. Oh, okay. so I know. <laughs> Me too. Just... Me too. <laughs> yeah, I hear it now. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, that's a fun little song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get a little bored, like because yeah, because they 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 kind of circle around that refrain a number of times. But like, if they had to pick one progression in one section to repeat, I'm okay with it being this one. Like yeah. you said, Josh, there's a lot of like interesting chord movement and you know the vocal work, like we've bragged on, is amazing. Yeah, and then all the production stuff they throw in there still sounds great, like the rest yeah. of this record. So mm-hmm. it's all very well done. So if you guys had to cut this down into an even shorter EP, <laughs> <laughs> my alternate track list, I added yeah. more songs. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> mine is just. Beautiful Day by U2. Different versions of Are Several Arrows forgotten? Later by Matt Pompier. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So we did it. We did it. Easy peasy, y'all. That was so fast. <laughs> I know. Is part B going to be feels shorter so than, weird. than part A? No, it's longer. Okay. <laughs> I have them okay. both pulled up, but not okay. by much. Uh, I know. This is going to be like our shortest episode ever. Watch this I one's gonna it. be the one that gets like the most listens because it's the most accessible. <laughs> it's like I hope so. Let's trim be down great. our format. Sweet. Okay. So, any final thoughts before we uh, give our final flopper bop? Well, I'll just say quickly, like I said in part A, Kylan, I really only thought about Paper Root as like a Kylan band, and now I know why. Like right. jumping back into <laughs> it, it makes so much sense. But I'm not mad about it at all. Like it was. It was a real treat to, to d- dig back into some of their stuff, and um, I really enjoyed this. I'm glad yeah. that this was a wish list pick for you, man. For Thanks sure. for bringing it to my attention. Yeah, and I, you know, part of it is like we've only done one other EP, and it was the Chariot, right? And, Vastly different, and we do a lot of like really long albums. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I thought it'd be fun to do just something that, that like, even if you guys ended up hating it, well, you it's can't be that minutes. mad. It's like <laughs> yep. the length of a Bob's Burgers episode. Like, it can be there relatively, <laughs> like, <laughs> if you can get in and out. So, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's still a bop for me, man. Hey. Wow, even it hasn't changed since the last two weeks since you listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still a bop. I will say there are, for such a short EP, there are probably a few more moments of boredom than i would typically want but yeah, they're, they're, short they're moments though they're not whole songs right no just kind of moments okay because like, that's a big yeah. that's a big difference yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's quite different from 
that feel you, kind of like yeah but i feel like my expectation because it is so short is a little bit different mm. uh some of the songs i feel like dragged on a little bit too long but especially listening back this time like critically i still found a lot to really enjoy and to like dig yep. into like figuring out the sounds and things like that so yeah still a mm-hmm. bot for me right on nice what about you guys and remember i have covid so so we got to be nice to you yep <laughs> nice to your wish list right no josh, josh that's where you went wrong with fireproof yeah, I should have got COVID when we did fireproof. You guys would have been <laughs> so nice to me about it. We'd give you a sympathy, Bob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this one, this one bopped for me too, man. Um, I was very, very uh, pleasantly surprised. I knew I would kind of like it, but I didn't expect to. I don't know, find as much about it that I that I really loved. Like on a critical listen, you know, like I was able to really hook into a lot of different levels like josh you talked about the production super strong especially now knowing that it was self-produced like that's that's super impressive yeah the songwriting's fun it does have that kind of early aughts indie rock um sound that was a fun era and obviously we had a lot of rich formative experiences with music of that time so digging into something that i didn't know as well but still was like kind of running in parallel sound wise to a lot of bands that I loved and still love. That was a blast. So yeah. this one bops definitely full on for me. What about you, Josh? Nice. Uh, well, I do want to say that for this EP, for this listen, I got to listen on like my good headphones, like my studio headphones, which I don't nice. always get to do most of the time. A lot of times I'm like listening at work or like in the car or just like on some like not great headphones but this one like i got to have like which was awesome because i got to hear like everything yeah and, like then you get to really experience and appreciate like those all the lasers production they were put just in. like i i felt like brain. i was in the lasers <laughs> i was playing the lasers. i mean you heard that flute i didn't even hear a flute so yeah. yeah yeah so this was a great one to do that on better than like like definitely better than like fireproof or like <laughs> yeah. or better than plus or the martyr which is like martyr. super raw live <laughs> yeah so this was that a good been one rough. Yeah. yeah you got to like i feel like it has a lot more like maybe colors mm. sonically than we normally get to than like at least some of the recent episodes that we've done yeah yeah so For sure. i got to experience those a lot um and i do really like like the mood this ep has and mm-hmm. i wrote it's a perfect fit for summer so i was that's getting still, summer vibes this is so funny i feel like it could be like that august september where you're like in texas it. it's technically fall but it still feels like summer it's like still it's right. that in between <laughs> yeah, yeah. time so it could maybe yep. be perfect for that i get that yeah but i said this isn't my favorite type of music but i can certainly respect and appreciate all the work they were putting into it and the production was great and i had the same thing with you kind of like the my low moments where i was getting a little bit bored were just moments they weren't whole songs so i think that's a big standout that being said i think i let me reiterate that my flopper bop mentality is do i see myself listening to this again and i don't know if i really do i really loved like what you were saying tj of like like i said the mood and then like it brought back so many of those like it feels of its era which Mm -hmm. i love that era of music and it made me like feel back in that time and like of all the bands that were making that kind of music so i really like that about it but but for you there there are those other bands that you'd probably rather go listen to Mm -hmm. sure yeah that makes sense to me yeah and and paper out and so it's funny i was like 
my inability to get into paper route like continues because I tried <laughs> for years like oh everyone loves this band let me try but it just never landed for me so I have to say flop but I'm it's a my methodology is merely subjective not objective it. in I mean, any that's way usually so mine too mine's your paper route fight. fans out there please don't get mad at me <laughs> I mean I get and it and Kylan it's... even though you yeah. have COVID I'm sorry <laughs> Is okay. <laughs> well, for me, the real question is, are we all forgotten? Is that a flop or a bop? That's a bop for sure. That's a bop. It's just so good. Yeah, it's, it's a great so That's song. a bop that the rest of the Paper Route fan base needs to embrace fully. For sure. Yeah. If we learn one thing, is like... Get with it, yo. Like, stop listening to you, you Kill Me and listen to Are We All Forgotten. <laughs> yeah, just replace it. It's that simple. Guys, we did it, even we though I, it. I got the vid. You got the vid, baby. We did it. We hope for a speedy recovery for Kylan. I should be almost... I mean, by the time this comes out, whenever this comes out, like three months from now or whatever, I'll be good. <laughs> man, I hope so. If you're still... <laughs> That'd be real Man, bad. I'd be so sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everyone, uh, let us know. We're going to post about this on all the social media. Let us know if you listen to this album and if it's a flop or a bop for you. Follow us on all the social media. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. if you like more of this goofy stuff. Um, so I think that's going to be it for us. We will see y'all next time. Thanks for tuning in to Church Jams Now. And may all your favorite bands stay together. Peace out, Mofres. And may all your favorite bands stay together. Yeah.